Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. You know, Zach, it is getting close to Easter, and I know a lot of workplaces do various things to celebrate Easter, maybe to, to get into the long weekend. While you and I are on air right now, I'm not sure if you've noticed, but the office manager has come into the radio station here at night, and she's been making her way around hiding Easter eggs on various employees' desks. I did notice that, yes. Yeah. Now, unfortunately... Easter Bunny's grass fair a little it, bit. Well, it does seem that Or way. maybe working in conjunction maybe with the, the Easter Bunny. A contractor. Hired hand. To the Easter Bunny. Possibly. The point is, every employee's desk here at the radio station has had at least one normally numerous Easter eggs placed on it. And every time I made eye contact with Nikki as she's walked past, she's scurried away. And I don't think we're getting eggs, Zach. No, I don't think I don't... we're getting eggs. However, here's yeah. my plan. Yes. The office doesn't know that she's putting eggs around. <laughs> she's going to leave. <laughs> yep. We could easily go to every desk and collect all the eggs she left behind, and That's no so one would be any the wiser. And tomorrow morning, all she'll think is that nobody's grateful. Yes! These ungrateful people, <laughs> I spent all night putting out Easter eggs for them, no one mentioned anything. Meanwhile, Dom's in the gutter, <laughs> melted chocolate around his mouth, <laughs> after the world's biggest chocolate bender. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, obviously, Zach, we are only a few days away from Easter now, and earlier today, you and I were having... A bit of a chat about what we're hoping for on the weekend, chocolate-wise. And you absolutely floored me when you aired a controversial chocolate opinion. Yeah, well, obviously I don't think it's controversial because it's my opinion. This is, and and just prepare yourself, people of the country, as you get ready to hear this. This chocolate opinion Zach has will absolutely floor you like it did me. What, do you think people are going to be offended by it? Yeah, I think there might be tears. (laughs) <laughs> there might be tears. This is so shocking and just wrong mm. that, that honestly I have considered calling up various AM stations today to vent about it. But please, you share your controversial chocolate opinion. You'd like to know what it is. I'd like to know what your controversial chocolate opinion is. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. I believe that the Chomp is the world's best chocolate bar. You know what? That's the fourth time I've heard you say it today. Mm. And every time I'm still a shock. It's the best. Okay. Zach, can I just say, if I was on Survivor, I mean chocolate-based Survivor, and we're all sitting around the island wondering who to vote off, I'd get rid of Chomp first. I'd send Chomp Well, that would be a huge mistake. Maybe you were voting out a threat. Is that why? Because you know (laughs) it's the best. And if it's around at the end, it's going to win, baby. You know how much I hate Picnic Bars. Not a fan of Picnic. They're second best. Oh, my gosh. Maybe we have inverse orders. Uh, I honestly think I'd go Chomp first off the island, Picnic second. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's role play this, right? Yeah. I'm a corner store owner. You come in to order a Chomp. Yep. All right, come on in. Well, usually they're in front of the counter, but yep. in this one, we can say that they're behind the counter. Sure, so you've walked in the door. Two chomps, thanks, my friend. Um, uh, I refuse to serve that to you. Why? It's behind you. <laughs> yeah. It looks like they're on special. Look. Two for $1.50, a great price. <laughs> one of the many good reasons why chomps are great. Have a look around this entire store. We have Freddo's, we have Caramello Koalas, we have no, literally all no. these good chocolates. No, my friend. You see, the chomp is perfect because mm. not only is it cheap, but it's the perfect size for one serving. <laughs> I don't want your Snickers bar. Too big. Mars bar, forget it. Pass me over two of your finest chomps. Well, you know what? I'll sell it to you, but only for one reason. So I can get rid of it from the store. Okay, give me the whole pallet load. I'll give you... And you know what? I'll pay you to take it. Because it's that... Thank you. It's that bad. I'm sorry. I must say, sir, I believe your store... 
isn't going to last if you continue with these policies. However, I'll happily take the chumps off I, your hand. Look, a, a few days out from Easter, Zach, for you to share such an outrageously controversial chocolate opinion is just ridiculous. Honestly, the chomp is the worst bits of chocolate and the worst bits of wafer put together. It's a, just, I just, I, I cannot understand how you like that chocolate bar. On 131060. Hmm. I'm wondering if other people have controversial chocolate opinions. Well, I don't know if I can be shocked any more than I already have been, but let's open up the lines for these controversial opinions. I'm wondering if you like a chocolate, <sighs> like the experience I had today, yeah. where none of your friends do. Well, maybe there's that. Or alternatively, you're in my situation and you're hearing somebody else big up a chocolate that you know for a fact is an awful chocolate. You know what I think would be a controversial chocolate opinion? Yeah. If people didn't like caramel. Yeah, okay, well, that's true. But I don't think anyone would call it that because that is just, that is the epitome of chocolate. 131060, what is your controversial chocolate opinion? We have Crystal in Bendigo. Crystal, what is your controversial chocolate opinion? Chocolate is only good if it has a filling. Unless that filling is caramel, then it's just disgusting. Do you agree with Ooh. that, Dom? So hold on, are you telling me that if you were given just a, a good dairy milk egg on Sunday, Crystal just hollow inside, dairy milk all the way around, you wouldn't be happy? I mean, I would eat it, but I would. it would definitely not be one that I would buy myself. Well, that is controversial. She would grimace through it. That and that's not how chocolate should be enjoyed. I don't understand that because I'm just thinking of all my favourite chocolates, I reckon none with a filling make the top. I mean, You like you, the cream egg. I don't like, no, not much. Huh. I don't mind it. I mean, would you count the toy inside Kinder Surprise as a filling? Yes. It's not edible though. Well... I guess I guess it's something in there. Anyway, well, that's a pretty outrageous, controversial chocolate opinion. We have Jay on thirteen ten sixty. Jay, what is your controversial chocolate opinion? So I think that um, caramel the Cadbury bought out was absolute rubbish, and you can't beat the old fruit and nut. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with a chomp bar at all. Oh yeah, oh my good gosh. on you, Jay. And I agree on the fruit, wow. the fruit and nut as well. That's a good choice. Uh, look, I'm, I'm certainly not going to go against fruit and nut. I'm not an idiot. Um, but but why do you feel about the fruit? <sighs> I would imagine that you don't like that crossing over into uh, the chocolate world. Do you know what? You can't pick the fruit. It's okay. I can. <laughs> it's it's disguised enough like Mum used to do with my veggies. <laughs> So that's okay. That's how you get your fruit intake. <laughs> that, that's okay. Uh, I don't, I'll leave the trumpet alone. I feel I've expressed my thoughts on that. But, Jay, did you you try the caramel and you didn't like it? I did, and I thought it was yeah, very, very overrated. Okay, well. I agree with every point you've made, Jay. <laughs> just, Excellent honestly, call. Honestly, I just think that's the most outrageous call we've ever had on this show, and that's going to fire the country up. We've also got Jade on thirteen ten sixty. Jade, what's your controversial chocolate opinion? Everything should have coconut in it, therefore bounty. Ooh. Not bounties, if I'm honest with you, when you get those share packs, the favourites, the celebrations. I don't know which one bounty's in, but it's very often the last one, which I imagine, Jade, you would love that pack because you come in at the end and just scoop them all up. Absolutely. But I do have to say, I am still recovering from that revelation of the chomp. It literally made me gasp out loud. Yeah, yeah. It, it's awful, isn't it, Jade? <laughs> it's the worst. It's with Boost, guys. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Boost is pretty good as well. Why okay. is everyone paying out my favourite chocolates? <laughs> I'm with you 100% on that, Jade. And as for the, the coconut thing, we've got to pick that point up. Zach. Have you ever had coconut rough? No. Coconut rough's a great chocolate. Any Coconut with chocolate is normally good. The bounty, unfortunately, I think gets the coconut ratio I've, a bit off. Every five years, I come back around to a bounty. Yeah. And I think, like, why did I not like these that much? And then I eat it and I go, that's right. (laughs) 
No good. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, we wanted to see how effective advertising is. Slogans Heroes. The way this game works is we have three brands in envelopes in front of us, Dom. Mm. For each brand, we have 30 seconds to try and recall yes. what their slogan is. All right, so you've got the first one there. What's the first brand we've got tonight? Our first brand. Yep. 30 seconds on the clock. Mm. Ikea. Okay, Ikea. Um, it's going to be something about convenience, How about I reckon. Living made easy. World's <laughs> cheapest meatballs. <laughs> yep. Also, we sell furniture. What about... Come for the meatball, stay for the Allen key. <laughs> I mean, that's what they should look at. How about that. breaking up couples since 1964? <laughs> right now I feel like we're laying into Ikea a little bit. I love Ikea. I love Ikea too. I've spent most of the last week there. Maybe that's the slogan. I love Ikea. Yeah. Something like that. Do you want to go with that? Well, at the time, time's up there. I love Ikea. Open it up. Um, yeah, I love Ikea. Yeah, yeah. I reckon Ikea is probably Swedish for love. All right. <laughs> I could see couples have that. Swedish for love is what I'm changing it to. <laughs> okay, well, post the buzzer, but Swedish for love, you got it there. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was yeah. looking at you. <laughs> I've got the envelope. What have we got? Ikea. Looks oh, like whoops. a long one. I've accidentally... Have you? Ripped? I've ripped the piece of paper. Here we go. <laughs> home is the most important place in the world. I feel like that's a mistranslation from home is where the heart is. Yeah. <laughs> like, they've just extended it out. <laughs> All right, okay, well, well, we'll, we'll try. Way off. Our second one tonight is Ugg boots. So this is the official brand Ugg boots, okay. I imagine. So that's obviously like the woolen. Yes. The, the sheep feet. We'll show. We'll, sheep feet. <laughs> well, hang on. We've got to put 30 seconds on the oh, clock. Sorry. You've jumped, you've jumped the gun there. Sheep feet. Sheep. It's not sheep feet. Well, that's what describes what it is. I don't think any company is going around branding their product, product as sheep feet. The How vegans about, would be after them. Um, shouldn't be worn outdoors, often is. <laughs> Actually, last week we played this, yeah. and Crocs was one of them. Yeah. And you said comfort over style. Yeah. I wonder if Ugg boots might be comfort over style, because it wasn't Crocs. Yeah. But comfort over style would make a lot of sense for Ugg boots. All right, open it up. All right, well, let's have a quick look. Ugg boots. We've got your fashion, our passion. That's our hell? first rhyming one. That, it is, but... It's a poem. I mean, it's, it's, Are you against the arts? I'm not, I'm not against the arts, but is anybody calling Ugg boots fashion? They're comfort, surely. Yeah, that's actually a good point. <laughs> I mean, come on. But okay, all right, well, we've got one more. What's our right, The last one I got, Dom, is Nutribullet. All right, 30 seconds on the clock. Obviously, that is the power blender. Yep. I reckon the slogan would be, you're mm. already halfway to being an Instagram model. <laughs> Now you can be pretentious at home. <laughs> it's it's what? I've got a Nutribullet. Yeah, okay. Is that pretentious? <laughs> so do I, actually. So do I. I reckon the Nutribullet slogan. How about, how about, yeah. it can be used to make chocolate milkshakes, but we would never advertise that. <laughs> <laughs> I re- look, I reckon they're going something about the speed of the blender. Yeah. Something about smoothie in oh, 10 faster seconds. faster than a speeding bullet? That's not bad. All right, okay. Well, time's up. What have we got there for Nutribullet? Faster than a speeding bullet. That does ring some bells. Oh, this is pretty good. Okay. Turns ordinary food into superfood. <laughs> Told <laughs> you it was something to do with Instagram. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. And also, we need to get the Nutribullet people in touch with Ugg Boots because I'm telling you, they need a new slogan on that front. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, you are the world's most experienced Easter egg eater. You're telling me today about how you've had 24 years of eating Humpty Dumpty eggs with the Smarties oh, inside. Yes. Kinder surprises 
with the toys inside. You said you could pick mm. anything inside an egg. Well, I always love when they do this with Easter eggs, when they think, you know what, we're not just going to give you the treat of the egg. We're going to put something on the inside that you can have a bit of a guess on. So similar yep. to at Christmas when you shake a present to see what's inside, <laughs> we've yep. come up with a brand new game. Mm. It's called What's in the Easter Egg? Okay, now I, I will be great at this. This is seriously, this is the game I was born to play. You shake that egg, I'll tell you what you put inside. I'm used to the acoustics of hearing something in an egg. You crack the code, you crack the egg, Dom. Yep. If you guess what's inside it, mm. you get to eat the Easter egg. That's the prize. Are you ready well, for egg number one? You've learnt the lesson that my mum learnt when I was young. You put chocolate on the end and that'll motivate me to do anything. Let's do it. Let's get a shake going for chocolate number one. Okay. Dumb, what's in that egg? So are they all edible? Look, you're not answering They're that. all foods. They're all foods. Okay, you know what? That sounded like uh, perhaps even smaller than your usual Smarties that you might get in a Humpty Dumpty egg. I'm wondering if in there you might have put nuts. Oh, you're so close. Nerds. Nerds. Uh, that was the correct answer. And okay. that chocolate is now going to be mine. I'll enjoy no. that later. Okay, well, this, now I've realised the stakes are high in this game. Our second... That's a, that's a great idea, by the way. I don't know why no Easter egg company's gone on that. That's Our genius. second egg. Are yep. you ready for All the right. shake? Give it a shake. <laughs> okay, well, it's rare you see an Easter egg dripping. <laughs> it's, um... What's in that egg? <laughs> a bit of it has dripped into the, the glass uh, you well, have Don't it look in. at that. <laughs> Putting it under the table. Uh, it didn't sound like water. Yeah. Sounded different. A bit like, chunkier. A little bit. I'm wondering if you've made actual milk chocolate, if that's milk in the egg. Incorrect. Oh, hang on. No, I can smell it. It's juice. No. No. Incorrect again. <laughs> okay. Miso soup. <laughs> My favourite Japanese treat. Now, inside a chocolate egg. Did you have that for dinner or something and have leftover? No, I bought it especially for this. I don't know if any kids are saying, hey, mum and dad, get me the miso soup egg Now, the key Easter. to people making miso soup-filled chocolate eggs at home, yes. you have to use a lukewarm to cold miso soup <laughs> or else it will immediately melt through the chocolate. Mmm, because everyone likes to bite into their chocolate and say, what a delightful savoury treat I've got ahead of me. Do you know what would be good if it was reverse? So you're having a savoury thing biting through it sweet on the inside. You have all, caution, no. all courses in one. I don't agree. <laughs> all right, our last egg. <laughs> okay, give it a shake. What's in this egg? <laughs> oh. Can you hear it swapping around? Yeah, I can. Initially, I thought that was something liquid again. Yeah. But I don't think it is. It's liquid adjacent. <laughs> you mean it's liquid adjacent? If you, to if you asked me whether it was a liquid or a solid, I couldn't answer. Have you put a Yakult in there? <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> it's actually Yakult adjacent as well. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. <sighs> have you made, and I hope you have made this, because if not, I, I'm going to invent it. Have you made a cream egg, like Cadbury's famous cream egg, but instead of what they put in the inside, actual cream? Okay. <laughs> you tell me whether you're correct yeah. when I reveal what's inside it. Sure. It is... Cream, mm. corn, creamed corn egg. <laughs> Everyone's favourite <laughs> afternoon snack, creamed corn. Now inside chocolate eggs. Do you know, you told me that if I got them right, I'd get to eat them. I'm quite happy to get you those ones wrong. I'm feeling generous. <laughs> I'm passing the creamed corn egg over you know, to you. Give me the miso soup. <laughs> I'll give it a go. This is collective noun.
with Zach and Dom. Dom, you and I are so jealous of The Simpsons. They're oh, in the news we... all the time yep. because they do stuff on the show that comes true in real life. Mm. And they get all this publicity for it. Oh, it's all over the news websites. The Simpsons predicted the future again. It's great publicity, and we want a bit of a bite of that cherry. That's why we do this. Whispers in the wind. We're releasing some rumours into the world mm. with the hope that when they come true, yes. we'll go viral. News.com. Get ready to note these ones down. Let's open the windows, Zach, and just uh, see how windy it is out there tonight. I've got the first uh, whisper to release. Fierce out there this evening. What do you got? You know what I've heard. What have you been hearing, Zach? After the success of Young Sheldon this week. Oh, the Big Bang Theory spin-off, yes. The story of uh, Sheldon as a child. Mm. Uh, they're going to do other ones. They're doing yeah. Young Bert. <laughs> the story of Bert Newton. <laughs> Are they? Do you know who's in the lead role? <laughs> One Dom Faye. <laughs> a spitting image of Bert Newton as a <laughs> as a 24-year-old. <laughs> That's a big know. get for you, mate. Congratulations. <laughs> You've been reading my emails. <laughs> uh, well, Zach, uh, this Australian cricket scandal's been going pretty big at the moment. And I don't know if you've heard, they're actually planning to release a limited edition uh, Easter egg for Easter this weekend, the Australian cricket team Easter egg. Oh, yeah, what's in it? So it's going to come with some sandpaper to rough it up. Yeah. And then when you crack it open to try to find the integrity, it's hollow inside. Hey, I'm just reporting the... That's not me making... No, I want to be not clear. of course. i got to be clear. This isn't me having a dick. No, no, you've just heard that. No, I've actually a... heard something similar. Have you heard something similar? I've actually heard uh, the yep. captain of the Australian cricket team, Steve Smith, is being sued by Dean from Married at First Sight. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, apparently cheating's his thing. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> right. Wow, so Steve Smith off to the courthouse. Jeez, well, I don't know if this one, if you've heard this one going around the hallways, What Zach, have you heard? But, um... Yeah, you might have heard Pauline Hanson, the politician, released a book this week. Yeah, tell me about it. Pauline Hanson in her own words, I think it's called, a bit of a memoir. Well, I'm not sure if you've heard this, but it's actually the first book uh, in a whole series that she's releasing. Have you heard that? No. So uh, I've I've got a few of the upcoming titles. There's going to be Pauline Hanson and the Burka of Secrets. Yeah. Pauline Hanson and the Half-Blood Immigrant. And Pauline Hanson and the Deathly Halal. I didn't hear any of those. <laughs> you haven't heard that? No. I must yeah. have been on that, uh, that news website. <laughs> I believe there's actually film adaptation chats already going on, and Rupert Grint, who played Ron, is, is right in the line to play Pauline. Really? So, that would be a branching yeah. out for him, but he has such a range. <laughs> he He'd be able to do it. <laughs> he really does. So, look, a lot of whispers released there. We'll just close the window. It's getting a bit chilly. Ooh. Okay. And now we just wait for those ones to come true then. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I'm just going to say that all local councils of the country and road workers have been running a little bit of a scam for a long time. And tonight I'm about to call them out on it. Hang on, I thought I just tuned into a current affair. Yeah, <laughs> a scam's about to be exposed. That's right, we don't do many. Most most of the scam exposés go to Tracy Grimshaw. Well, actually, we have covered scams a few times on the show, but it's because yeah. you've been getting scammed. <laughs> That's true. You know what? If I started taking my scam stories to ACA, they'd put me on. Yeah, definitely. Tracy would do a story on me. The man who keeps getting scammed. Yeah. Okay. That's just a future career. Keep your credit card number in your pocket. (laughs) That's That's the note you have to write on your hand every day. (laughs) That's it. Uh, The thing is that I have stumbled uh, upon a scam, at least what I think is a scam. I'm going to run this by you after after a few songs. And I want your thoughts on whether or not I've uncovered something here or if I'm a conspiracy theorist. We'll get there up next. Right now, though, it's time for the least accurate wrap-up 
of the day's news. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Donald Trump bought an extra large Easter bunny. It's enormous. I've done a lot of big things. I've never done anything like this. It is so big. It's so enormous. Also, Australian cricketer Steve Smith forgot to watch Bachelor in Paradise tonight. I can promise you this is the first time that it's happened. Um, that's a mistake on our behalf. I can promise you it won't happen again. And Pauline Hanson just found out that the Easter Bunny isn't real. Well, the cat's out of the bag, and I'll tell you what, I am mad. I'm absolutely seething over this. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, we are coming up to the Easter weekend. Uh, obviously, tomorrow night is our last show uh, before the long weekend. Now, I I know that you and I have chatted about bringing back a tradition we started last year on the show for, uh, surrounding Easter. Easter egg roulette where we have, mm. is it six eggs? I think a carton of eggs. A carton, carton of, of eggs. eggs. Yep. Um, but one of them mm. is a chicken's egg. So you, it looks like six wrapped chocolate Easter eggs. Five are. One isn't. We go turn to turn to take an egg out. And whoever gets the chicken's egg gets it thrown at them from the balcony. And That's, last year, at yeah. a distance of 30 metres, maybe not that far, 15 <laughs> metres, yeah. I was able to hit you. Yes. And you were covered in egg. <laughs> you got me in the upper uh, left shoulder. Honestly, I think it took until October for you to stop bringing up how good your throw was. I mentioned it this evening. <laughs> you did Only this because <laughs> I wasn't expecting to get it. There was a lot of pressure. There was pressure and you did nail it. And then you happened to proceed to get the whole carton out and just start pelting them at me, which wasn't really within the rules of the game. Now, but... you've said to me tonight that yes. you thought last year I cheated. Well, I'm concerned you did, Zach. Because... I didn't cheat. But it seems to me, doesn't it seem too much of a coincidence that I would get it, uh, I'd get the egg thrown at me? That seems like exactly what you'd want. Um, doesn't it? Well, here's the thing, though. Yes. I'm not afraid of getting an egg thrown at me from you. Yeah, right. Because I know that you can't throw. Well, I've been practicing. Have you actually? <laughs> I be, I, well, I just, uh, just a little bit over the summer playing cricket. Right. I, I thought you meant eating chocolate eggs <laughs> right. and picking them out of a lineup. <laughs> no, just my throwing arm. I'm thinking if I win tomorrow night, yep. I might underarm it. I'm going to try and lob it onto your head. What? <laughs> From 15 metres? You're going to be on the balcony. Yeah. That's going to be a very hard shot. <laughs> It'd be easier to peg. It, it might be easier to peg. I haven't ruled anything in or out of Are the you stage. the type of person, yeah. can I ask, when sure. you take free throws in basketball, yeah. you know, where you stand at the line and you take a shot from straight on, yeah. you don't go underarm, do you? Sometimes I do. And anyone who's played the basketball game at a carnival know that underarm is the way to go. That's how you win the game. <laughs> What's wrong with underarm? You, I'm pretty can sure... Can I ask you a question at the carnival? Sure. You weren't on a date, were you? No, I wasn't on a date. Why is underarm so embarrassing? Because that's not how the professionals do it. I... If it was a good technique, the pros would do it. <laughs> okay, I guess that's a point. Uh, but they, they... Kobe's not going from the three-point line <laughs> with an underarm with backspin. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, that is true. Uh, the point is, tomorrow night, I'm pretty sure that if I lose tomorrow night, if I somehow lose Easter Egg Roulette for the second year in a row, similar to what's happened in the Australian cricket team at the moment, I'm going to launch an investigation. There's going to be a cheating probe yeah. because I cannot imagine how just on luck it would happen to me twice in a row. Because you're not very good at picking them. <laughs> I was good at picking which were real eggs and which were yeah. Easter eggs. Okay, well, all I'm saying is that if tomorrow night, I get an egg thrown at me again. And and this year, I'll be smart. I'll bring a change of clothes with me. Because last year, I did have to do the, le- the rest of the show topless, <laughs> if you remember correctly. Yeah. So if tomorrow night I end up with an egg thrown at me again, I'm going to get James Sutherland, the CEO of Cricket Australia, on the phone. I'm going to get you suspended for 12 months. Yeah. You won't be able to take a captaincy role for two years. I'm going to call out this cheating scandal. Uh, well, if you have to do that, you have to do that. <laughs> yep.
But from my point of view, <laughs> you're going to get egged. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. In the radio industry, thousands of people request an on-air shout-out every week. These shout-outs are carefully considered before just one is granted. This is Collective Noun's Shout-Out Courtroom. 131060, if you want to come into the courtroom. First, we need to enter, Dom. Yes. Oh, just push straight through that door and welcome in Daniel from Melbourne. Our first applicant in the shout-out courtroom this week. Daniel, what would you like a shout-out for tonight? Uh, I just want to shout-out to the FC Berlin boys, the senior team. Good luck on the weekend against um, Dalston in the cup final. In the cup, cup game, sorry. Sorry, Daniel, that was the FC Balloon? Balloon Lions. Balloon Lion? Balloon, Balloon. Balloon Lions. And what sport is this, Daniel? This is soccer. Okay, soccer. All right, are you in the team, Daniel, or just a supporter? Um, not in the team just as yet, but good luck to them. I'm a supporter. Okay. Well, it sounds like Daniel might ha- be harbouring aspirations to break into the team one day, and maybe this weekend he's hoping in some sort of dramatic sports movie type finale with five minutes to go, a player yeah. will go down and he'll be called in well, from the if stands. if he gets the shout-out on the radio, yes. he could show that to the team and say, look how committed I am. Well, that's true. I have to be in it. That's true. I'd be. Uh, look, I, I'm not ruling that out. I am hesitant, though, Zach, and my concern is that the other team won't show up if we give them a shout-out. They'll call the whole match off. That's true. We have Monique in Melbourne. Welcome to the shout-out courtroom. Who would you like to apply for a shout-out for? My mum. Why is that, Monique? She's just an amazing person. She's going through some tough times, and it just felt like she just needs this. Yeah. Okay. What's your mum's name? She did, her name's Allah. All right. Uh, okay. Look, I love a mum shout-out, Zach. In yeah. fact, I have been harbouring aspirations myself to give a shout-out to my mum in this segment for a while. But that would be seen yeah. it's as about, a conflict of interest for the court. If you were to give a shout-out to your mum, Judy Faye... Yeah. Exactly. That would be an outrage. If I were to say how much I love my mum, Judy, as a shout-out, that would be inappropriate and I'd be done for malpractice. So, unfortunately, I can't do that. Monique's mum, Allah, is still in (laughs) with a running for a shout-out. No guarantees. Yes. But she may get a shout-out. We've got Molly in Melbourne, our final applicant tonight. Molly, what would you like a shout-out for this evening? I'm 18 on Sunday. I'm shouting out to all my girls and have a great night in the... Well, that's a compelling, <laughs> a, a compelling uh, <sighs> argument, Don. That's a waterproof case. That's that's. There's no flaws in that one. Um, we need to stress. Yes, woos in the shout-out courtroom <laughs> yeah. are seen very favourably. <laughs> so hold on. So Molly's turning eighteen on Sunday, yeah. and the shout-out is Molly is the. Uh, oh, Molly's gone. <laughs> Molly's run out of the courtroom <laughs> with all of her girls to celebrate. Um, well, it looks like it's time for you and I to we'll deliberate. We'll adjourn. Let's, Let's see if we can get Molly back, just yeah. in case. Yeah. Uh, we had Daniel wanting to give a shout-out to uh, FC Berlin, the boys, the Lions. Big game this weekend. Monique mm. wanted to give a shout-out to her amazing mum, Allah. Yep. And Molly wanted to give a shout-out to the girls. <laughs> 18 this weekend. Holla, big, holla. It is a big deal. I have been told Molly has re-entered the shout-out courtroom. She's back. She's back. I'm sure she just had to duck out in celebration. An there. 18th is big, Dom. Is that what you're thinking? I, I just don't think we could compete with Molly and the girls. Are you? We're on the same page? Yeah. All right, let's make this official. This is an officially sanctioned and verified shout-out on behalf of Collective Noun. Extended on this occasion to... Molly and the girls. 
the reason for this shout-out, as commissioned in a scheduled sitting of the shout-out courtroom, is... Turning 18 on the weekend, yes! This concludes all official shout-out courtroom business. Oh, congratulations, Molly. What a way to, to see in adulthood. I know, I'm so, so excited. Come on, get... Where's the crew gone, Molly? Where's the crew? The crew's with me. Hello, hello. Oh, guys, okay. you are so much more excited yeah. before. Can we get one more woo? Because I feel like we, we've given them a shout-out. I need to hear one more woo for that. Woo! There we go. Oh, their hearts weren't in it. We're taking it back. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I don't want to step on any toes here or, or cause any controversy, but I'm pretty sure that there is a massive scandal going on in local councils all around Australia, and we are being taken for fools. Okay, everyone, put your toes away. Yeah, well, that's it. Clear the toes out. <laughs> that's it. This is related to roadworks yeah. uh, because they're doing some roadworks uh, on my drive home in a local street. And they're, I, I, you know, I don't really know the specifics, but it's when they repave it. They decide, I don't know entirely I don't why. Think it's paving. Well, not paving. What would you call it? Resurfacing. Resurf- why do they resurface? Uh, because it gets cracked and uneven and, and it, it, I don't know, it gets potholes. Bit, and- yeah. Yeah, right. So it gets a bit bumpy. And they think, you know, we've got to resurface this. Well... Do you know what? I have, and this is my conspiracy, I believe that just as they start resurfacing roads around Australia, the road workers come along, I don't know what they're doing with shovels or whatever, and they actually make the road bumpier. Now, I've, oh, 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 yeah, <laughs> I can see. But I don't understand. Your mind's then, blowing. But then... <laughs> That doesn't make any sense at all. Well, because I think they want the, the local residents to think, oh, this road needs to be resurfaced. Okay, hang on, hang right? on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, yeah. You're so you're saying now. before they resurface it, mm. they go and make it bumpier. Yes. Why? Well, but, uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we agree. It doesn't make sense. No, no, no. Because I was driving along this road that they're just about to start resurfacing. They've put the signs up. They've done the uh, preparation work, I guess, on the road. Yeah. And as I'm driving along, and I'm like, I swear this was not this bumpy last oh, week. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. There's a road next to me getting resurfaced. Yeah. Last month. No, they, that's what, that's how they first, that's the first step. <laughs> what do you mean? Is taking the old layer off, I'm pretty sure. So it does get bumpier first. And then they put the Ooh. new layer on. And it becomes smooth after that. We've got them. No, that's just how they do it. <laughs> Caught red-handed. Because here's the thing, Zach. Then you're driving along and you think, geez, this road really needs resurfacing. And then they resurface it and you're all glad and think they're doing a great job. When all along it didn't need it in the first place. Literally what you're saying. Scandal uncovered. Literally what you're saying yes. is, I paid the painters to come paint my house. Yep, yep. I think they took paint off first. <laughs> and then put new paint on. Mm. Well, this is, oh, look, this is very disappointing. It's very disappointing to know that you're tied up in this scandal. <laughs> that I don't know at what level, who's paid you off, but that they've got Zach Mandarin on their cover-up. Yep. That disappoints me. I thought you were stronger. Yeah, the than local that. councils <laughs> of the nation really have all this money <laughs> lying around. <laughs> and look, this is a message to everyone. You just don't know who you can trust yep. if Zach's in on it. Big roads have got to me. <laughs> Uh, that is all we've got time for on the show tonight. If you want to hear the full show back, search for Collective Man on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Bye! That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.